This episode of NerdParents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Nerd Parents. This is episode 20. And no, I didn't skip. I just said the wrong episode number in the last one. So we're in episode 20. This is the podcast where we come together in a positive spot. Not enough caffeine in the day, I said. Uh, in a positive space with a group of friends and parents to discuss parenting in the nerdy, in a nerdy world or the nerdy world. Uh, just a friendly reminder, every kid's different. So please do your research and find out what's right for your families. I'm your host, Nicole Spagnolo, and I have a little boy named Mateo who is two and lots of fun and full of energy. And yeah, so but every week uh, I have co-hosts that come on the show with me, a wonderful group of parents, and we even bring on guests sometimes. Uh, one of our regular parents, Eric Mailer, is joining me this week. Hey, Eric, how are you? Hello. Hello, I am just fine. How's it? How are you guys? I'm just discombobulated. Like <laughs> sometimes my brain just sometimes goes wonky. That's how we like you. We like you discombobulated. <laughs> so, so Ice Warm could do sound clips. Of exactly. Right. <laughs> lots of lots of sound clips. <laughs> and the other voice you heard is Barry Ricks. Hey, Barry. Hello. Welcome to How's the show. Thank, Thank you. you. I'm so excited to be here. I feel horrible because we've tried to get you on the show two times prior, <laughs> and it's like. I get strep throat, and then Mateo gets a stomach bug, and it's like one thing after another. I was I was feeling like the forces of nature were just not happy with you being on the show. They just didn't like me, I guess. But (laughs) you know, that's a perfect example of parenting. (laughs) Exactly. Parenting has has no respect for your schedule. That's right, not none whatsoever. Would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah. So I I'm married and I have four kids. I didn't realize you had four kids. I have wow. four kids. You're, yeah. You look way too young to have four kids. I well, I I am younger. <laughs> I I'm I'm only thirty and I have four kids. Uh but uh, my oldest is six. Wow. He uh he's his last day of kindergarten was today. So is he wearing a little graduation cap? No, we oh, don't. Okay. They don't do the graduation thing here. I kinda, uh, you know, <laughs> I kind of don't. I don't know if I like that or not. <laughs> I, you know, what? I think it's kind of ridiculous. It you know, it, it always reminds me of uh, the Incredibles movie when uh, they're talking about uh, Dash graduating from the third grade. Oh, and, that's right. I remember. And the, and the dad's like, I don't get it. We find some other reason to celebrate mediocrity. <laughs> It's just like, why do I need a third grade graduation? Yeah, you know, yeah. just I graduate a high school and graduate a college. Boom, leave it at that. Yeah, I guess that's. But maybe I, I, I feel like I need to be a little bit open minded. Yeah, like maybe that's true. just because I'm, the way I used to do it, we only graduated that, high school. Uh, it's a, it's probably fueled at least in small part by how cute the kids must look in those it's, little outfits. That's true. It's so true. <laughs> but but were the parents having to pay for those outfits? Yeah, That's yeah, true. Yeah. So you have a six year old. Yeah, I have a six year old. He'll be uh, he'll be seven in August, and then I have a four year old. Her name is Jay, and she she is a uh, in preschool, and she'll be five this year. And then I have a two year old. Her name is Lacey. 
Oh, that's pretty neat. And uh, and she's also in a, a toddler lab. They call it. It's a uh, it's affiliated with the college in town here. They they have a, a kid education courses, and so they have like really cheap uh, uh, pr- like preschools mm-hmm. that you can put your kids in to, to help instruct the the students. Um, and then I have a ten month old son named Jackson. Oh, so, so you're going through the first year. Yeah, so yeah, we're uh he's teething right now. Oh, so buddy. And and you uh, also do a podcast. I do. I uh I do the podcast, the Closet Geek Podcast. It's I get together with my three older brothers and we call ourselves the four horsemen of geek. And uh <laughs> and we just do uh, uh geeky industry news highlighting all the great stuff throughout the week. Cool. And yeah, we have a lot of fun. We've been doing that almost a, a full year now. So Probably it's gives awesome. you a nice structure like hey let's get together and yeah talk. well yeah it's kind of funny because we live all over the united states um i have my oldest brothers in alabama i have a brother in north carolina and a brother in utah and i'm in idaho and it we i mean we were close and we talked but this also just allows us to be even closer because mm-hmm. now we talk almost on a daily basis you know preparing for the show and everything and it's and we're all big geeks and so we just have lots of fun doing that. And I I fell in love with podcasting, especially through the Frog Pants Network. Um, the very first show I started listening to was actually Critical Hit. Oh, that's cool. And then uh, and then I became a TMS fan, and then it's, it's expanded from there. But I was just like, you know what? I love podcasting. I should totally do a podcast. And uh, so I, I decided to do it, and it worked well because I'm going to college, and I had to do a big senior project, and my podcast worked for that. Nice. So that, yeah, so I was able to do all that, and, and now I just love podcasting, and I, 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 I think I have forced my way into Scott Johnson's life. Um, <laughs> we all have. Be, we all have. <laughs> uh, because because uh, for those of you listening, if, if, you're not, if you didn't know, I also do this segment at the end of the Final Score podcast called Sweet Kicks with Bricks, where I highlight Kickstarter game highlights and talk to the yep. industry professionals doing that. And and it, you know it's not like it's just kind of funny how it all worked out well, but now i'm like you const- it- constantly emailing scott and be like scott this scott this and i'm like <laughs> I'm, he's probably so annoyed with me by now you bring up a good point though cuz a lot of times people go well how do i get into podcasting you just do it just yeah. do it yeah and you be consistent i mean we have a uh, dan at uh, at the end of the show here who he sends me in a, a board game segment Every episode. And yeah, I love how he does that with yeah. his daughter, too. I love so it. Yeah, so you just kind of do it. Yeah, um, and I'm, a, I'm a, and so kind of a plug for Nerdtacular. Are you, you going to be there, too? I'm totally going to uh, be there. Critical Hit guys are going to be there, too. I know. I'm excited to see everyone. I was there last year, too. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we, uh, we... But I'm excited that they have the three different, you know, options and i'm excited for all the podcasting <laughs> yeah. things that nicole is going to be putting together <laughs> oh, for us so goodness, i'm so nervous <laughs> i gotta get it's working on great. that stuff oh, yeah, yeah it's only like what four weeks away or yeah, something July, like that july 4th That's oh, right. it's crazy i know oh, and eric so, we're our, all three of us are going to be there so mm-hmm. yeah there. nice gonna that's be- gonna be fun I, I kind of I live here so in Salt Lake, so I have no excuse really. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I guess that is a good 
So what part of Salt Lake or do you live in? Uh, like downtown. Kind of. Oh, like you live in Salt Lake. Not I'm in Salt Lake. Yeah, because right. some people say they're from Salt Lake, but they're really from one of the suburbs. Like I say Salt I'm Lake. from yeah. Phoenix, but I don't live in Phoenix. Yeah, so. like right. I grew up in West Valley City, Utah. So Oh, great. So that's, that's, that's cool. where I hail from. So Utah Connection. Utah Connection. <laughs> All right. So we like to go through um, some of our ups and downs of, of it could be for the week. It could be for the day. Really just anything that's going on with us. Um, so I'll, I'll kick it off. Uh, and I would, Barry, since you have older kids, I'm really curious to, to uh, ask you about your experiences because um, Mateo had, so my, one of my downs was Mateo had a stomach bug. Yes. So he was pooping everywhere. <laughs> but yep. but here's the thing. Because That's... of that, we were catapulted into potty training. Hey, hardcore, there you go. Like consistently going poop on the potty, which and him telling like he's never told me diaper change, please. And it all happened because over the weekend, Memorial Day weekend. And it was just, I was like, oh my gosh, I hate that he's sick. But that facilitated him being uncomfortable enough to be like, I need to go. Yeah, it's like, let's get all our kids sick to make them go potty more. <laughs> so, But yeah, that, that and I, I was really surprised because I honestly wasn't expecting it to be until he was like three plus. But um, I think we're going to actually try doing like real underwear this weekend. I didn't want to do it. During daycare, like sure. I just didn't want to like be like here, here you go. Here's a time bomb. Here's a time bomb. <laughs> but so far, so far, so far, so good. They've been telling me he's been going consistently. Oh, that's so good. At school that too. Awesome. That's awesome. So I I did a bunch of potty dance and be like, yeah, buddy, go, <laughs> yeah, go, you got it. You definitely have to celebrate when they do oh, it. You know, make them feel like you know, build them up. Just like, yes, you went on the potty. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, you, yeah, you end up doing a little dance. Well, but it's okay. And, and I, will, I will give a recommendation on an app because in addition, so it was like the perfect storm happened. I was like, you know, there probably are apps out there that encourage potty training. And there's, there's some that are not so good. And I've, I've even experienced those. And then there's one that just was awesome that he just took to because it mimicked him. And I created a little avatar that looked just like him. And it it's called Ava Kid. And it it's a little kid. And you say, you hit the button that says either poop or pee. And this, <laughs> this little app has like five stars. And it's really, it really is successful with even autistic kids. Because the little kid, you can hear, she'll go. I was going to say, is that the app in the back <laughs> in there? Cre- yeah. Creepy, creepy voice yeah, in the background. Yeah, it is kind of creepy watching it. Walk, <laughs> walk, walk to the bathroom. And then he sits on the pants down. And it, and Mateo watches this over and over and over again, and now he's mimicking what this little boy is doing because he can identify with it. Yeah. So I just really wanted to to recommend it. Um, so yeah, and then he celebrates. And he's like, and he washes his hands. And I don't have to like ask him to do this. He knows this is the process. That sounds awesome. Yeah. That's, so yeah, it's nice that they have the hand washing thing in there and too. Dry hands. Uh, 
My my four year old daughter is kind of like the hand wash washing Nazi. Uh, she's always just like, wash your hands, and yeah. we're like, okay, you know, no matter what we do, she's like, okay, now you need to wash your hands, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, as long as you, if you want to be clean all the time, that's awesome, you know. <laughs> yeah. So I I would recommend checking out this Ava kid. You can create little girl icons, little boy icons. You put your their name on the shirt, um, and Unfortunately, because I was exploring a number of these different apps, um, what ended up happening was I put it on my iPad to test it out, and I gave it to Mateo, not thinking, oh, he's going to drop it. But Uh-oh. I accidentally scared I scared him, and he threw it up in the air because oh. <laughs> I really startled him. He's like, ah! And, he, <laughs> and it, the iPad flew out of his hands. Face down. Oh, crack. Oh no. Oh man. I I was like, oh, I. He's finally put his mark on the iPad. Well, oh, it man. was, and it was totally my fault. Number one, oh. I shouldn't have given it to him because he, he. I have we have his in a protective otter case that is just like indestructible. Oh, so it was just. Oh, I see your iPad. I forget that he has a, a separate. Yeah, one. we have an old like first gen one that we just right. put in an otter case. And, um, yeah, that's the life of a bunch of nerds. (laughs) You have a bunch of iPads. (laughs) No, we we have an iPad for our daughter, too. So it's an older one. And And he knows that one is his. But because I was trying out these apps, I gave him mine. And he was he handles it gently and he knows. But because I scared him because I was I was in the laundry room and the laundry room is to the the right of the bathroom. So he was walking out of the bathroom and I was behind him. I'm like, hey, buddy. And he's like, whoa. (laughs) Were you wearing a mask? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I felt so bad. And then he was like, he started doing this thing where he's like, sorry, sorry. I'm like, buddy, buddy, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. It was an accident. And I was just like, very expensive accident. (laughs) Is it it just functional with the crack, though? It is functional, but I'm getting the screaming replaced because the glass is flaking and falling off. Uh, Yeah, it was a bad break. Um, Bummer. That's that stinks. Yeah, so that's kind of my uh, number of ups and downs in various <laughs> ways that way. But yeah, so how about you, Barry? Uh, well, my two-year-old uh, is she's starting to go on the potty as well, oh, and that's exciting. It's a potty um, episode. I, it's, it's totally a potty episode. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's funny because she will still go pee in her pull-up, but she won't poop in her pull-up. And it's kind of funny because all my kids have been the opposite. Like they'll go pee on the potty but still poop in their That's how in, in their diaper. Is, yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? I will take you peeing in your pull up over poop. So you know, <laughs> and it's just a process. Like, um, all my kids waited until later to be kind of be potty trained. Uh they were all three and, and older. And uh it stinks that they waited that long, but you know, that's just how it works sometimes. But uh all the kids like we we discovered for for us and what worked for us is that you know just you have to really wait until they're ready, ready. to do it yeah um, because we tried a couple times where we you know did those special days where you know the kid just runs around naked throughout the house but like every thirty minutes you take him to the potty like okay go potty and and it just it didn't work especially with my my daughter Lacey who uh, has a very strong personality. And so she's like, nope, I'm not doing this. And then, uh, and then just like a couple of days ago, she's like, 
uh, she saw her older sister uh, go on the potty and she's like, okay, I want to go on the potty. Mm-hmm. And my wife's like, okay. So, you know, put her on there and she went. We're like, what? <laughs> it was it was a it was a glorious thing. So, yeah, we're excited to uh, hopefully get her out of her her diaper soon and then that means we'll only have one kid in diapers instead of two. Have you heard of the three the potty training in 3 days? I think I have but but remind me. It so I had I mean I didn't I didn't realize it was a thing and I was talking to uh, Mateo's uh, daycare teacher, and she said one of the little girls went, her, her mom put her through this potty training in three days. It's three day potty training. So if you just Google three day potty training, you'll find this ebook um, that outlines how to pot- train your kid to go on the potty in three days. And it gives you some guidance. So if you're not even sure where to go with potty training, like I am, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> it's it's good to kind of have some structure. And so um, I'll put a link in in the show notes. Uh, there's a woman that um, she wrote a blog post about trying it out, and it worked for her. So it, maybe there might be some good, helpful little tips in there too. So yeah. it's definitely something worth checking out for yeah. everybody. Yeah. So. And I agree. You almost have you have to look at the signs. So for for me, the signs to tell that told me Mateo was ready to go t- into that step was telling me when he needed to go. Yeah, like that he was recognizing. Yes, it. and like this morning he, he got up and came into the room and said, "Diaper, diaper," and I was like, "Oh, buddy, you need need me to change your diaper?" Okay, so he's never done any of that stuff before. So those are the some of the signs that they kind of look for. Yeah, that's exciting. That's yeah. fun. Yeah, so I'm so nervous about real underwear, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry. You'll have plenty of, uh, you know, mishaps with that. You know, that's the one thing about parenting is you have to be really – start getting comfortable with all forms of liquids coming yeah. out of children's bodies. So <laughs> – I don't have to be yeah. comfortable with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, just – with Colette, thankfully she's you know she's seven now, so she's uh, way way past that. But there was a good year, at least year there where it was almost you know it was quite often where there were accidents happening, and I just I I don't know if I was ever comfortable, but I just you, dealt with it. Have, <laughs> I was, have you I was ever okay like, with just let's yeah. just get through this? <laughs> have you ever like done like a gag reflex? Almost. Yeah, there's been a <laughs> I few swear where... there's a couple times where I really thought I was going to get sick. <laughs> I was yeah. like, whoa, whoa. I, I, I've seen my wife almost lose it, lose it before, but she, we, none of us have, but you know, you kind of have, you know, oh. all, yeah, you have that little gag reflex. But <laughs> I always tell people, you know, you know, you're a real parent, you know, like when you notice your child's about to throw up. And the only thought in your mind was like, aim for the tile, aim for the right. tile, not the carpet. Right. And, and then, and then, if they don't even make it to the tile, you're like diving in front of them, yeah. and you cup your hands right oh. in front of their mouth <laughs> to catch the throw up in your hands, so you don't have to clean it off of the carpet. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, that's that's a a big initiation achievement unlocked there. <laughs> exactly, I got that trophy many times oh. already. So those with homes with hardwood flooring have a level up on us there. They're exactly, like, go wherever it's all good. Uh, see, yeah, we, my my previous home was like that. It was all wood flooring, and but um, you still have rugs though, 
right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's yeah. why we. I would always say, aim for something hard. Don't don't puke <laughs> on the carpet. So, oh, uh, yeah, just just one of those things you have to do as parents. So yeah, uh, uh, one of my other ups though is. Um, it's really hilarious because my children are obsessed and love bugs. Like, well, lightning. You're in the I know. Midwest, right? You have lightning <laughs> exactly. bugs, right? But it's like getting to this point, though, where my little two-year-old, Lacey, she found a moth on the ground yesterday. And she brought it in. And this dead, it was obviously dead, but not to her, um, dead moth. And it's like missing half of its wings and stuff like that. And she's like, look, it's a baby moth. And we're just like, oh, yay. And she's like, the baby moth is tired. So she took the baby moth into her room and like put it in her little baby bed that she has for her dolls. And she's like, the baby moth is now sleeping. And we're like, okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, our, every single day, especially now that the warmer days are here, you know, I, bugs out everywhere. Bugs, bugs. But it's it's not annoying it's it's kind of funny just to see the the sheer enjoyment that kids can get out of something like that yeah. because when when you get older sometimes people they learn fears or or something and they and they're just like oh bugs mm. and uh but the kids they just don't care even spiders they're really fascinated by spiders right now mm-hmm. and i'm just like okay i'd rather you be fascinated by them than freaked out uh, but yeah it's just it's really funny to see that my kids kind of geek out about bugs. Do you have like the little cage that they can? Because I see those all the time in like TJ Maxx and Home Goods, where it's like these little kits that you can just um, yeah, collect what, bugs uh, with. What we do is, you know, just to save money because things are going to, our kids are just naturally going to break things. <laughs> um, we just go to like, a, it's a dollar store mm-hmm. here in town and they have little bug traps for a dollar. Oh, there you go. Um, and so we just buy our kids bug traps and they last what a few weeks or maybe a month or something like that before they, you know, because they take them out every day and they're pretty physical with them. And But yeah, it, it allows them to, it comes with a little net and everything and so it's just something fun that they could do. But, you know, if they don't have a bug trap on hand, they'll grab whatever type of container they can find. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I found a, a YouTube video on how to make homemade bug traps. Hey, there you so go. So I was just kind of looking at the uh, little uh, notes that were in there. I mean, that's you would think it would be easy enough to make. So yeah. cool. Yeah, so, so cute that she put the little moth to bed. I know, right? Well, everything is a baby for my my two year old. She's like baby this and baby that. It's if it's small, uh, it's a baby because uh, she has three different size sizes of a of a My Little Pony. Uh, it's Pinkie Pie, mm-hmm. and uh, she has a big one, a medium size one, and a little one. And so the little one's the baby one, and then the big one's the daddy or mommy, and the middle one's, you know, just she just calls it the middle pony. Uh, but, yeah, so everything's a baby if it's smaller, so oh, it doesn't matter. Oh. So, yeah, she she is uh, quite adorable, and she knows it, too. So I think it was uh, Carrie was telling me there's an app that Colin has been loving, and it's um, it, it identifies bugs. Oh, and okay. uh, oh gosh, what was it called? I'm trying to remember. Bug. I was Come seeing, on, brain. I know. <laughs> Work brain. Not enough caffeine. I know. It's I was probably looking, in the old show. Oh, notes. Oh, I know. It's totally in the in in the uh, show notes. 
So, yeah, I was trying to find it. Well, Bug came up in episode 11 somehow in the show notes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, here it is. It's called Bugs in the Garden. Bugs in the Garden. Carrie highly recommends that app. I will look Um, it up. Colin really is. He's into bugs, too. And apparently this little app goes through the different identifying bugs. And so almost making it kind of a... Scavenge, you know. Yeah, and an educational thing, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, bugs in the garden. I'll make sure to add that to this this show notes. So, <laughs> if anybody's listening, you don't have to go back to episode 11 show notes. There you go. <laughs> um, a down, though, is, uh, well, one of the things my, my oldest, Grayson, he got he had to get his tonsils out. Oh, no. And How old is he? He's seven? He, he, he'll be seven he'll this be year. Seven. So, yeah, he's almost seven. Uh, in August, and sorry, side note, I have three kids that their birthdays are all in the same week in Ooh. August. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And so it's just nine months prior, there's something going on. That yeah, you- well, it's always in, <laughs> it's December. It's cold, you know, just trying to get warm. <laughs> but um, but no, like my my old my oldest, his birthday is on the 14th and my two year old, her birthday is on the the 12th and my newborn is on the 16th and then our anniversary is on the 18th my gosh (laughs) so it all all in one week and we're just like uh and and we didn't plan it like that it just happened (laughs) (laughs) and uh and then you have my odd uh odd one out jay she's the four-year-old she's her birthday's in october so but uh yeah so just Funny how that worked out. Weird, weird side note. But uh, Grayson got his tonsils out. Um, he didn't get them out because he was getting sick or they were getting inflamed or anything. His tonsils were just, they were ginormous. Oh, wow. By, by themselves. And, uh, and we noticed while he was sleeping, he would, you know, sometimes he'd have to sleep with his mouth open and then he'd be like, oh, 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 and we're like, oh, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, and so we took him to the ear, throat, nose doctor mm-hmm. and he just took one look at his tonsils and, and he's like, whoa, yeah, we need to take those things out, you know, because they're obstructing his breathing because they were so big, oh, wow. but they weren't, they weren't inflamed or, or he wasn't sick. They were just so huge. And he's like, yeah, we, we should take those out because they're going to cause trouble later. And we're like, okay. So we got his tonsils out. How was his recovery? Oh, it was so awful. It was mm-hmm. awful. Yeah. Um, I had mine out when I was 22. And ooh, it was, yeah, it was really bad up. at 22, but I was um, sick a lot. My, he wouldn't take his medicine because everything hurt his throat. Yeah. Like I, we literally did not hear his voice for like five days because wow. he didn't want to talk because it hurt. He didn't eat anything except maybe like five ounces of drinking water in like three days. And so wow. we, and we noticeably saw him like losing weight. We're like, oh my goodness, we gotta, we gotta get, get him eating. And we were kind of worried. We were getting really worried. And then Easter came along, which was like three or four days later. And he got a. We gave him an Easter Easter basket. the The Easter Bunny brought him some food, some candy, and and it was like late at night. And he came out and he would just to check on us because he likes to do that. Um, and his mouth was covered with chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and we're and we're like, are you are you eating your Easter candy? And he and he just shook his head. And we're like, you know what? That's the first thing yeah. you've had in your body. We're yeah. like, if you're going to just eat your candy, we're like, eat your Whatever candy. Whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Leave so, the candy to bring him out of it. That's Exactly. But it, yeah, it was not a very Aww. good experience. 
Poor guy. Um, yeah, but but I mean, he's he's great now, and uh, we don't look forward to doing that again if we is have his to. sleep get, is his sleep better? Do you um, did you find we haven't really? heard him like gasping or gargling for air or anything like he used to do? So I think it has helped. That's so good. Yeah, we're good. Um, another down is we live in a um, an apartment complex that just has eight apartments, and uh, we have a little playground area that the kids can play in. And so all the kids go out. And the great thing living in the town I live in in Idaho is you can send your kids outside uh, like by themselves Mm -hmm. and you don't have to worry about them. And it's really nice. It's the Midwest. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) But but there's another child in our apartment complex that is probably one of the most awful child I've ever known and it's really funny because her parents are really nice and her parents they've even stated that they they don't know why she's like that well of course they're not going to know but (laughs) you also can't assume that everything is rosy behind the doors exactly but it but it's just like uh and and when I say awful I don't mean like she's like beating people up or anything but she just has a really strong uh attitude and she makes noises like she had makes this one noise is like, and and what the like our kids are now making that noise when they get upset, yeah. and 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 our kids are starting to talk back to us, and we're just like oh I and it, granted we're not placing the whole blame on right associating because you know it could just be other things that are contributing to it. Well, uh, I would I would say this. She may be watching different programming. There might be other people in her life besides her parents. I exactly. Mean, there's there's things that you know. There's there could be. In, uh, could I was be just, I was just the other day listening to a great episode of This American Life called mm-hmm. uh, Bad Baby. It was from I think a couple months ago, but it was really it it was all about these few kids who were just. You would easily just take one look at it and say, "Oh my God, that's a bad kid." Yeah. But then it, of course, went more into it and to the different kids' situations and what, and so nothing was as simple as that. But yeah, yeah there's it, there's always way more to the story, and that's that's why I said we you know we can't just blame blame the child, and you know obviously us as parents we need to make you know, recognize things and, and correct things if we need to in our in our old, own children. But it, it's just been noticeably different ever since they started hanging out with the, mm-hmm. this specific child. And so that's that. I Have you that, talked with them more? Uh, or? Yeah, we've talked. We've talked with the parents. Um, no, no, no. I'm talking about your kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've talked with our kids, too. Like, you know, this is, you know, and and we try to always emphasize, you know, because like we say at the beginning of the show, everyone's different. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't make them bad because they're different. Right. And, and so we always try to tell our kids that, you know, people, you know, they make their choices and we make our choices, but it doesn't make them a bad person just because they're different. You can still be friends with them and you can still be really good friends with them and enjoy being around them. But there's just certain things that, you know, are not that, acceptable in your household. Exactly. We don't yeah. do that. Yeah. This comes up for me a lot these days because really? my daughter Colette, she's just, she's in first or first grade now so she's surrounded by kids every day and Mm -hmm. all kinds of kids so i'm constantly talking to her about uh, i'm trying to always give her tools to deal with all the stuff that i can't be around for you know that's all you can do because you're 
I mean, the last thing I want to do is helicopter parent Mateo. Right. Yeah. And give him the tools he needs to uh, navigate the world, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It's 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 a little overwhelming when you think about it. The generation, our generation, grew up in a totally different environment than the current generation. And... I mean, even just doing a podcast and we're talking about our kids and one day, guess what? Our kids might even listen to this. I know, right? <laughs> right? And I think about that sometimes. I'm like, oh, crap. What am I saying? I, <laughs> I do, too. I hope I didn't I embarrass them. I expect to get a phone call from my 20-something-year-old daughter going, you said what about me? How dare you? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a joke or yeah. something. Yeah. I don't remember. Uh, I was sleep-deprived. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think the big thing that you know, and that that we can agree on that this for those that are listening that just make sure that you know that your children know what is acceptable in your house and what's acceptable in different houses. But make your kids understand that that doesn't make the other kid a bad person or their parents. Um, and unfortunately, sometimes people when they they teach their kids about something that you know we don't do as a family. Mm. Um, Sometimes it's perceived as, oh, well, the other person must yeah. be There's a bad. lot of judging. Go- Parents yeah. judge so much. It's oh, ridiculous. It's the worst. We took it- Mateo into the into <laughs> the doctor, and he was farting a lot because of the stomach bug. And he <laughs> went over in the corner, and he goes, <laughs> And the doctor goes, was that him? And Mateo, after he got done farting, he goes, burp <laughs> and then mark and i we just start laughing we're laughing we're laughing and i'm like oh oh and the doctor's just kind of like mm. mm. <laughs> no the, the sim- similar thing with our family um one of our thanksgiving traditions is to have a burping contest after we eat and nice. uh and so our our son he you know and all oh, and our daughters too everyone loves to burp and everything and uh Grayson had a friend over a while ago and he just we were eating dinner and he just Grayson just let out this big belch and the other boy looked at him and he's like we don't do that at my house <laughs> it's just like we're like oh okay yeah. you know th- you know that's what we do here but uh you know speaking about you know and I'm I'm victim of this too I unfortunately have judged before and and we and we all have we all whether have. we like to admit it or not um but and the, but the judging can go in in different ways in the aspect that uh comparing your children to other oh, children that's yeah and we, and it's really that. hard because uh my son who's in kindergarten has a friend who's in kindergarten and his friend can read flawlessly oh, like wow. he yeah. just that's he, that's he his caught, thing. caught yeah. on to it and it was really amazing how well he can read and write and my and my son he's he's learning and we're really proud of, of the progress he's made but sometimes i'm just like oh well am i doing something wrong but then his friend comes over and and like they're sitting down and they're playing skylanders together and my my son can just navigate the PlayStation by himself. He knows exactly what he's doing. And in my mind, I'm like, you know what? You may not be able to read his white as well as this other kid, but you can certainly outgame him. So, <laughs> Well, <laughs> you know, it's like Carrie says, you know, each kid kind of has their thing, right? Exactly. And uh, and we, we, we do. I mean, I even compare myself. I mean, 
to other people. It's like, oh, I'm not so good at that. But you know what? I am good at organizing and <laughs> doing stuff yeah. like that. So, you know, it's it's just kind of keep remembering the perspective. You know? Exactly. So, well, well, I think we've uh, gone off on me too much. Eric, how about your ups and downs? <laughs> uh, okay. Um, my up this week or this weekend is we loaded up the whole family in the car and we drove down to southern Utah on a little road trip, which was great. Ooh. There's a whole bunch of red sand and uh, oh, it looks yeah. like a, a, you know, Wiley Coyote uh, cartoons, that kind of arches and cool mm-hmm. rock formations. And I think I saw you tweeted a picture of yeah, it too. I, yeah, I yeah. tweeted a few and we took a bunch of pictures that are on the, the proper like DSLR camera, so I couldn't tweet them. But um, Yeah, the red rock down <clears> in <throat> southern Utah is really pretty. Yeah, it was fun. We stayed in a hotel and Colette loves staying in a hotel. It's like her favorite thing in the world. Mine too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she... She did that. Uh, we we did that, and uh, that was a lot of fun. And then uh, one of my other ups this past uh, week is Thaddeus, who's one, who just turned one. He started saying "uh oh," which is Aww. the cutest thing. It just came it out was, of nowhere. You need to record it. <laughs> I know. I will. I'll I'll bring it next next week. So, uh, but yeah, we can even prompt him to do it, which is so cool. We'll just be like "uh oh," and then he'll he'll see him kind of think about it and like look around. Uh oh, and it's just like yeah, yeah, we all cheer, and it's it's very it's very sweet and and cute, adorable. It is adorable. Uh, my down this past week is we went on a road trip to Southern Utah. <laughs> oh. So when you stick a bunch of kids in the car for hours, they're gonna there's gonna be some drama, and they're gonna get bored, and they're gonna freak out. And yeah. I mean, for the most part, our trip was fine, but there were some moments where. So, my, my, I just, oh it got. My. Oh, Hi, sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. I it's hit fine. Him. Hi, Mateo. <laughs> that was Hi, Mateo. Mateo. <laughs> so, Aww. Eric, Eric, what's the longest road trip you've ever done with your kids? Uh, well, a few years ago when my daughter was um, five, we went up to Washington, which is like, um, I think, like a 12 to 14 hour drive. Yeah. And so... Uh, there were moments like that. And she did a lot. Actually, she did She did okay in that one. And she did, for the most part, this past weekend, she was fine. Thankfully, we had, you know, the iPad and, like, the Nintendo DS and stuff like that. So that helped a lot. But uh, there were moments where she she had never been on a road trip before with her brother sitting next to her in the back seat there. Because he uh, wasn't around. Yeah. He wasn't around before then. So she would drive him crazy he would drive her crazy. The two would start, and, and sometimes he would be crying, and we wouldn't know why because mm-hmm. we can't. You know, I'm mm-hmm. driving, and and so trying to manage the two kids in the back seat while at the same time safely navigate the road is a difficult thing. And yes, I'm, I'm, I mean my wife's in the passenger seat, <laughs> so she can help, but at the same time, you know, they're still kind of on the on their own in the back seat, and. It just there were it wasn't a lot, but yeah. there were some moments of chaos where I just could hear my dad in my head in my memory going, "I will turn this car." I was going to ask you, <laughs> did you say at any point, "Don't make me pull this car over"? I was so close, and I almost said it a few times just to, <laughs> to just because it's just, circle of life yeah, and it right. kind of had to happen, <laughs> but um, I didn't. But it, there were moments where that yeah. was difficult. Oh, I understand. We. This Christmas, we made a road trip down to southern New Mexico, 
um, where my my wife's parents live. And so from where we are to southern New Mexico is 22 hours. Ooh. And uh, oh. so so we we did happen to stop in, in Salt Lake. And, and then we drove from Salt Lake straight to Carlsbad or Hobbs, New Mexico. And that was 16, 17 hours straight. Oh. And, uh, and we had all four of our kids. And yeah, there were those moments. But... Thank goodness for technology nowadays because we had we had my iPad, we had a, a little tap a, a Samsung tablet. We also have a DVD player in our our minivan, and uh, we wouldn't have been able to survive without mm-hmm. it. <laughs> uh, Eric, I listened to uh, Mr. Mom Daily, and I love your little commercials at the beginning of it. Oh, do and you're you like, like that? <laughs> you're like, how did people drive? Do road trips oh, yeah. without technology. <laughs> How people did car travel with children beforehand is still a mystery. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it made me laugh. And I was like, oh, wait, it sounds like you went on a road trip. <laughs> I almost stopped well, doing those because I was just, but uh, yeah, they're just silly little things. I'm glad you, you should, like it. I like them. <laughs> Keep well, I'll, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> how they how they did it back in the day is they were able to take their kids out of their car seats and let them roam around the car. You know free. what? We, that's right. exactly right because my. My dad had a well. My parents had a um, Vol- Volkswagen. No, station wagon. Remember station wagons? Yes. Okay. So we lived in Missouri, and it was twenty four hours to Florida, where my aunt lives. Boy. And basically, they just put a bunch of blankets and pillows in the back, threw us in there, gave us some of those stupid car bingo. Yeah, we what, had those. Those cardboards where you flip the slot and you're looking for Ooh, the different... Cow. That's Beep. Yeah, that's basically what we had to entertain ourselves. But for the most part, it was me and my four... My brother's four years younger than me, just in the back seat of the station wagon going, oh, are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> How much longer? Oh, my God. Yeah. I started telling my daughter on our little car trip, every time you ask me how much longer, I'm going to drive a little bit slower. So it's going <laughs> to take longer. That's right. it started to drive me nuts. Do they make station wagons anymore? I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I I, they're one. still around, but I don't know if they make them. But uh, we were on a road trip with, our, with my in-laws, and this was when my oldest was just a, a baby. And, and he was crying and fussy, and eventually my father-in-law got to the point where he's like, just take him out and feed him. And we're just like, Dad, you can't do that these days. <laughs> it's against the law. Oh, and so it was just kind of, she's like, oh, we did it all the time, and you're still alive. And we're like, oh. And so, yeah, it's just that's how they survive. They just let their kids do what they want. So I'm looking on uh, J.D. Power's website here at 2014 Station Wagon Buyer's Guide. These are not station wagons, people. These are like, <laughs> these are these are S- like mini SUVs. Yeah. this That's not... A station that's, wagon. <laughs> that's not the thing we grew up with. That is not a station wagon. They have a Mini Cooper, Mini Cooper Clubman. That is not a station wagon. That's about maybe the closest, but it's it needs to be longer. It's like yeah, this big, long, long looks like a, a boat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like a boat. Just like in a uh, not Vegas, just regular vacation, National Lampoon's Vacation, where he gets yeah. the, the or Harry and the Hendersons. I was gonna say Harry and the Hendersons <laughs> or. My one crazy summer kind of makes me sad for Mateo that he'll never experience a station wagon. 
All right. Well, let's, uh, uh, Eric, did you get finish up your ups and downs? Yeah. I just lost my show notes. I was busy researching station wagons. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. Um, so Eric, you put in here PPTPs. Yeah. So there we, you put in a new section. Yeah. Yeah. You've never heard of these things. Even so, with the no, little boy, I had, these are new to me. I've owned them. Yeah, we we uh, <laughs> a friend work because I just throw down a baby no, wipe and that does just, just fine. They are they're, something to to for single people without kids <laughs> to give you for a, a baby gift. <laughs> it's a, it's it's more yeah it's more of a gag gift than anything it, else. Because I wasn't sure if it was a joke or if no people no no use it's this. real and some okay. people do use them. But I'm, here's the thing, they're just impractical. So yeah. wouldn't it just fly off the second he starts wiggling? Yeah, but the, I, mean, I guess the idea is that the baby's so new that they're not wiggling that much because okay. Matteo didn't wiggle that much early, early on. Um, definitely not useful when they're past one. Right. Um, but yeah. when they're be- a teeny tiny little baby and they're just kind of like glub glub, not rolling or anything, then I guess you could put them on them. In fact, uh, a friend of a friend of mine made me some because she's like, I'm not going to spend the money. I just I have some extra cloth, and she made some for me, mm-hmm. and I never used them. I had them, <laughs> I had them right there, but I just I never used them. No, I was a, I was along the same lines as as Eric, where you know if I needed to cover them for any reason, I would just throw you know a a wipe or a paper towel over them mm-hmm. or something like that. Right. So you don't need to spend the extra money for those. Ten dollars for yeah, four of those, them. Exactly. I had five of I them. I had just never heard of these things before, and so I had to, <laughs> I had to throw it in there. Like, oh, that's a thing. Oh, quick question though. Yeah. How how good are, are you guys at changing diapers now? Like, I'm like the factory worker who's done it a thousand times. I've got oh, my yeah. routine down. I set things out. I'm like, I just boop, boop, done. Yeah. Uh, yeah I've learned the art of changing a diaper while standing up. Oh, yep. that's a good one. Yep. I've done that before. I'm not good at that, but that's good. That's my <laughs> my newest skill. And, and and then to to add to changing a diaper while standing up, uh, actively moving. <laughs> wow. So, I have not done that. Uh, we do the ba- our bath time routine, and then we go into Mateo's room, and he just wants to stand at this little desk and play with his little guys. And so uh, I'm putting yeah. the diaper on while he's standing up, and of course he'll move or walk, and I'm like, oh, so it's half on, half off, but I eventually get it. And right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, <laughs> uh, diaper Olympics for yes. sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, don't waste your money on PPTPs people <laughs> it's they, yeah. that you're you'll never use them and like i said it's usually people that don't have kids it's just a cute name pee-pee-tee-pee, it is right it's, fun oh, to say. it's so cute and they are so cute because you go oh they go over little pee-pee <laughs> <laughs> but they're actually worthless they don't yeah yeah so, but maybe there's a couple people out there that found them useful yeah, i'm not no judgment i just didn't know it was a thing <laughs> I just didn't know. Um, all right, let's move over to our toddler translations. I'm, I'm running light. I have a bunch from Mateo, but I need to edit them down. And that's actually what you heard earlier. He was really talkative in the bathtub, and I got him to say anything that I asked him to. So I have all these clips, but Sweet. I have to edit myself out of them. <laughs> but um, we have a, a clip from Elizabeth, and this is her daughter, Charlotte. And she said in her email, if only this podcast had come along 11 years ago, but still I listen. I have two girls, nine and 11, hearing your toddler translation, especially the geeky ones, always reminds me of this video I took of my youngest when she was three. I'm not sure if you can use it since I translated it for her, but maybe you can cut that part out. Enjoy. 
anyway, uh, Elizabeth, I'm not going to cut it out. I think it's adorable. And so this is not necessarily a quiz for our, our guests. This is just a fun little cute video of uh, Elizabeth's daughter, Charlotte, when she was three. So here we go. I'm going to play it for you guys. Go say it. Luke Skywalker's arm. What about it? <laughs> Darth Vader. Ouch. She goes, ouch. So that's cute. So cute. Talking about Empire Strikes Back. So. That, that, and that's awesome right there. <laughs> <laughs> so cute. Let me see if uh let me see if I can get this uh clip of Mateo. I might have something here. Let's see where, where I left off at it. Say Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> <laughs> That's Hodor. great. Hodor. 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 He constantly. That is awesome. And now I've got. I've asked him to say it so much. He just randomly throughout the day will say Hodor. Ooh, That's... like at the grocery store when you're checking out and then. Just... Hodor. 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 <laughs> I think he relates it to door as well. So uh, uh, like okay. I was going to go into the pantry and I was opening the door and he's like, Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> His new word for door. Yep. I, I can't awesome. complain. I can't that, complain at all. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move over to uh, actually we have a I have a couple of articles. In fact, uh, before Tank Girl, who's in the chat room, she's, she uh, linked to an article I haven't had a chance to to read all of it, um, but it's uh, Confessions of a Bully, How One Seven-Year-Old Boy is Trying to End Bullying. And it's a, a, a anti-bullying campaign. Um, did you guys see this article? I looked at it briefly when uh, she, she put it in the chat. Yeah, I, haven't, I didn't get the chance to read it all either. I'll just kind of quickly, I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes. Um, and there's a video accompanying it. And um, let's see. So he's he started up this anti-bullying club went from an idea to reality this month when the first meeting was held at Cameron School. They meet every Friday during lunch and it's based on positive behavior interventions and support, which are which was already at place at the school. And Cameron hoped that maybe 10 kids would show up uh, and he was thrilled when 76 came. Wow. So. Wow. Uh, then How they cool came is up it with, that just yeah, some, so some industrious young young kid can make such a difference? Like, it, it just, it's amazing and so cool. Yeah, the, he, the little boy did a video called Confessions of a Bully um, with this little boy Cameron talking honestly about his experiences being a bully and how he felt for uh, how sorry he felt for what he had done. Um, let me, I'm not sure if I'm going to get an ad with this video, so let me just click the play buttons. Some things you have to squeeze to make sure they're soft. Other yep. things you... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, internet video and all your damn ads. <laughs> I, w- I wish I could like, re- like it would tell me before I hit play, there's going to be an ad that plays. <laughs> oh, right. So uh, I got to cu- I'll try to cut that down or hopefully a level later will knock the audio down at least so uh yeah check this out um i'll, I'll watch the video after the show because i'm sure um it's an inspiring little I, I like that the kids are getting more involved because the parents yes while parents can be involved it's really about the peer pressure and the kids with within that 
kind of dictate that, right? Right. I, yeah, I, as much as as much as the parents can do, I'm mm-hmm. sure having someone their age would make a, a far stronger um, effect on those kids. I, it, than, it, yeah, totally. Well, I like how it's the perspective, like he was the bully rather than being bullied. So it's kind of like a bully being converted to anti-bullying and just in that aspect. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times we hear about just, you know, the the people being bullied, stepping up and doing something. But it's nice to see like he was recon- recognized that, hey, I, w- I was bullying kids and, and that shouldn't happen. So I want to change how things happen. Mm-hmm. Did, so, you, did you guys uh, watch that documentary, Bully? Yes, that's a oh, tough no, one. I that's didn't. a really tough watch. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. Um, I remember you talking about it on TMS, though. Yeah. I I don't know if it's still... Let me see if it's still streaming. Um, what If you're not familiar with the documentary, it follows uh, a number of kids um, that are in school. And the one kid that kind of stands out really just, I don't know, just tugged at my heartstrings because he was born premature. It's not streaming anymore. Uh, no, it's not streaming. At least Can I Stream It is telling me it's not streaming. Yeah, me too. I beat uh, you to oh, it. Oh, wait a minute. It's saying, <laughs> it's saying that it's streaming on Netflix. Oh, it is? Mm, oh, I'm looking just, at the wrong thing. Just double checking. Uh, no, it's, yeah, play. Yeah, you can watch it on Netflix streaming. Never mind. Don't listen to me. Um, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes Can I Stream It doesn't have that accurately reflected but oh really they did on this one good job (laughs) so yeah uh it's a a 2012 documentary you can watch it streaming on netflix and one of the boys uh it follows five kids uh, over the course of a school year and one of one of the kids um he like i said he was born premature and he just you could tell he had troubles i mean he almost didn't live and because of that, he's had developmental problems. He has a, you know, he wears glasses. And and just watching from the outside in, you could tell his dad doesn't relate to him. And and I, I just, ew, and my heart was like, oh, my gosh. And then, like, yeah. how the kids were to him. And it just, uh, it's a hard watch, but it, I, think, I think. It's one worth watching. Yeah, sure. yeah, just yeah. Especially if you were bullied as a kid, because I was bullied as a kid as well. Um in uh, I think it was yeah ninth grade I dreaded going to my algebra class because there were two boys that would yeah it was not fun (laughs) two boys behind me and I asked the teacher if they could if she could move me she wouldn't and they continue and this and for me as a girl it was they were like sexually harassing me and just it was horrible and it was horrible and I cried and I and nobody would help me and I still to this day I'm like they they just stopped or the you know after the school year was over they just kind of lost interest cuz i i would just never react and i just kind of put my head down and i pretty much spent my entire algebra class with my head down and like hiding <laughs> so that's awful yeah so yeah that's that's sucks. uh but that's you know there's a, a of- kind of that leads into um the uh the women's issue that's going on around right now which is the uh, yes, all women hashtag. This has I, been amazing, to isn't watch. it? Yeah, and and I know there's a lot of talk going around it, and the whole not all women me or not all what is it not? I put not, not, all, not women. all men, not all yes, men, all women. yeah, yes, all women, yeah. and not all men. Um, 
And Phil Platt did a really, really good write up about it. And yeah, I read this and it was, he did a good job. I loved it. Um, and talking about how men don't have to be defensive about this and how, and he gave some really good examples. And one of the examples that one, uh, a man wrote up that I thought was really um, insightful was, uh, let me find it real quick. He said, um, started reading the hashtag yes all women tweets because i've i've got a daughter daughter but now i should be reading them because i ha- i have two sons exactly like i uh i i i kept I, for a while i've thought this but it really brought it into serious focus after i read through a lot of the yes all women hashtag mm-hmm. how important it is that when I, how when i'm raising my son that i make sure he uh, respects all people, mm-hmm. of course, and, uh, and women, but just people in general, in general and to uh, just just to abhor violence of any kind, and to, I mean, so it just make it really put into focus how important my job is as a dad raising a son. Yeah. yeah. So well, I would recommend uh, this. My oh my, uh, you know, teaching my son stuff about that. Um, you know, he's he's recognized when. You know, people are being picked on, uh, whether it be girls or boys. But, but uh, you know, he came to us wondering, you know, what am I supposed to do in that situation? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, for you at your age, you know, first thing you do is go tell an adult. Mm-hmm. And I said, and I said, if and if there's not an adult around, you know, I you need. I told him you need to say something. Mm-hmm. You need to say, "Hey, stop that! That's not nice." And um, I I know this may not be the greatest advice to give my my six year old son because you know saying stuff can result in a even worse situation. But for me, I really believe it's important for people to say something. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It, it's gotten to the point where people are just. They're so self-involved, or or they're so scared that mm-hmm. they just don't they don't say anything when they see something and they know that's not right. Um, whether you know, and especially for I think it, it happens more with adults now than it well, does with children. And I think too, when something bad is happening, it's almost an out of body experience. Like this can't be happening. Yeah, so, like you almost are startled that it's even happening in front of you in some yeah. cases. Um, so I could see how somebody is just kind of like uh, shell shocked in a, in a sense, like what? No, really? Kind of thing. So I, I that's happened to me, and I'm an adult, and I can't even imagine how w- weird and confusing that it c- could be for a kid. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and going back to the article, um, and I really liked it because uh, because it's true. Uh, you know, I have two daughters and a wife, and they women have these these fears about mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, not all men are like that, but there are some men like that, and we and you can't tell right yeah. away who it is, and so there's always like that thing in the back of your mind as as men you know we're not going out worrying if this female is going to try to do something to us that's not of tangible fear for us my entire life i've always analyzed people exactly i when i would go to 
to the clubs with my friends, I would always be the one assessing everything. And, and people joke about the resting bitch face. It's not that I have a resting bitch face. It's the fact that I'm, I'm, I'm being aware of my surroundings and I'm trying to take care of me and my friends. And, uh, you know, yes, I might be drinking, but Hey guys, I hear you. I hear everything you're saying. (laughs) And, And for a woman, and that's why I, on a number of shows, I've, I very much believe in women and I believe that they're intelligent and I, and they should not underestimate themselves. So I'm always just trying, I don't know, champion them. Uh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Uh, I mean, my wife would, you know, take walks in the park for, you know, for, for exercise and right. so forth. And whenever she would see a single guy that happened and usually she went in their in their early mornings, uh, like when most people are at work, right? And and then all of a sudden, and she said most of the people I see there are are women exercising. And then when you see a single guy walking around, like Blurt. she said, she said just walking around, he wasn't exercising. Like she's like those thoughts just automatically Automatic. come to my head. Yeah. Like what's what's going to happen? You know, is this guy going to come approach me or and all those things? So like nothing happened, of course, but it's unfortunate that. We have to think like that. that. Women have to think like that. It's yeah. awful. Did you happen to see the Louis C.K. stand-up uh, oh, that's routine? Great. I think I, he, I was actually at that. He did that routine. It was, you were his, there? At his HBO special. They recorded it here in Phoenix. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, and he's talking about, you know, the number one killer of women is men, are men. And for men, it's your heart. And <laughs> it was just hilarious <laughs> yeah. how. Oh, it's great. He's like, uh, oh, I can't. I, I was going to try and redo his routine. But, no, yeah. I, he talks about how uh, a woman has to, is, is imagine, like, if, if you wanted to go out with, like, a half lion and half bear and you're saying, yeah. I hope this one's nice. Yeah. <laughs> like what it's like for a woman to go out with a man. It's right. just a crazy idea. I have uh, – I actually have someone wrote it up uh, on – and put it up on imager.com. So uh, it goes, a woman says yes to a date with a man is literally insane. It's ill-advised and the whole sp- – the whole species existence counts on them doing it. I don't know how women still go out, guys, when you consider the fact that there's no greater threat to, to women than men. Okay, not the number one. Um, we're number, oh, there he says, we're the number one threat to women globally and historically. We're the number one cause of energy, injury and mayhem to women. We're the worst thing that could ever happen to them. You know what our number one threat is? Heart disease. That's it. Just our own heart going, dude, I can't de- keep doing this. I told you. <laughs> I told you three strokes ago. That's it. Not smart. Uh, but women still go out with men. Yeah, I'll go out with you alone at night. What are you, nuts? Hi. <laughs> we are, where are we going? To your death, statistically. <laughs> like, if you're a guy, try to imagine that you you could only date a half bear, half lion. Like, uh, I hope this one's nice. <laughs> So I just thought that it was a very comedic. I, I, I'm a big fan of Louis C.K. I love his shows. It's dark comedy. Um, so, yeah, uh, check out. I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes to that little little uh, blurb of that. And then we'll also put a link to Phil's article, which is a really I mean, it's a little long, but it's totally worth the read. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, you may be. I don't know. You may or may not be annoyed with all the 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 tweets from from this um, 
yes, all women, but, uh, but it, it holds an important message to it. It does. Everyone should go read through, go look it up, the yes, all women hashtag, and just read down a while and as long as you can. Yeah. Because it's really, it's really something. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on to a lighter topic, which is family <laughs> game night. Yeah. Woo. We like to play games with our family, whether they be apps or board games or anything like that, or just simply games we made up, like Mattress Catapult that Mark plays with, with Mateo sometimes. <laughs> that sounds fun. I want to play. It's, it is. Yeah. All you need is a mattress. <laughs> uh, Eric, how about we start with you? Okay. Uh, my daughter Colette and I have been playing Minecraft together a lot. We, awesome. uh, she has her own Minecraft account, so we can just play uh, on our local network together on our own little server, and it's great. It's like uh, you know building blocks together. Uh, we've been building this little house. Like I built this huge tower, and she was decorating it, and then she made a place for our horses, and then she made it like a little dungeon. We put a bunch of zombies in there. It, it was. It's just a ball. It's a f- so much fun. It's the best way to play Minecraft oh, is with cool. your kids. Yeah, that sounds fun. I have a it's, feeling that's gonna Mateo's gonna teach me Minecraft because I've right. never really like I don't know, I'm not really a builder. I'm know, not a I'm not a builder struggle. either, but my, my six year old son really wants to play it and I'm just like, uh Think about I mean, would you play <laughs> would you play with blocks or Legos with your kids? Oh, I love playing with Legos. Well then there you go, buddy. There you go. Um, Digital Legos. There's there's a creative there's like survival mode and creative mode. And in survival mode you do have to like stay alive and gather resources to kind of get through the game. But right. in creative mode, you've just got all the blocks at your disposal. You're not gonna die. You can build whatever you want, work on a project together. It's so much fun, and that's what my daughter and I do. Oh, cool. cool. How about you, Barry? So there's this game that my family and I, we love playing together on the PlayStation 3. It's called Supersonic Acrobatic Rocket-Powered Battle Cars. No, that's a mouthful. I, it, it really is. But it, it's, it's, I got this game probably like, like four, three or four years ago, and it was just free on the PlayStation Plus account. And what it is is you're like you're a car, and you have a big rocket, but you're playing soccer in a car. So there, mm-hmm. there's this giant soccer ball, and you're just supposed to drive your car into the ball and get it, you know, to score goals and so forth. And it sounds simplistic, but it's so much fun. Like my son plays that all the time and this is a game and my wife is not a big gamer but uh she'll sit down and she'll play and have a good time playing this game as a whole family so we get we get me and my wife and my my six-year-old and four-year-old to play all at the same time and and we'll just go we'll play for like an hour just enjoying playing supersonic acrobatic rocket rocket powered battle (laughs) it is a is a tough one but i i imagine that you could probably still find it on the playstation network Mm -hmm. um and i think i think regular price it was like ten dollars or something like that and i've earned that money back of so much it's so much fun um and yeah you're just a car playing soccer and it's really fun sounds Um, fun Something else that my my kids especially have really got into is a, is an app for uh, that we have on our my iPad called Shmuel. 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 And what it is, it's an app where you play uh, the piano, 
and you don't have like the piano keys in front of you. You just it's kind of like the like many other uh, music games where you know dots come down and you hit the dots and so forth. But this oh. this has a it's a, you know it's piano music. They also and, have a guitar one too. Yeah, there's a guitar one and there's also a voice one too. I haven't played that one, but uh, my my six year old and four year old they love playing this game and it's really cool because it's exposed them to different genres of music, especially classical music. And so um, my son was playing a, a song and he just kept playing it over and over. He loved it. And then I'm like, oh, I have that song on a CD because um, I enjoy listening to classic mm-hmm. classical music every once in a while. And we were in the car and I put the CD in and, you know, the song came up and he just like, he went crazy. He was like, <laughs> this is the song on our game. And and now he always wants to listen to all these classical songs that he plays on the game. Cool. It's, uh, it's Yeah, it's really cool. It's exposed them to that. And, um, and now he wants to learn how to play the real piano. And we're like, okay, well, we have one in our in our apartment, and you know, maybe we can start having piano lessons. And uh, when I'm not a poor college student, but uh, yeah, it's just been it's an awesome app. And if people like music, and especially like those music games, they should check that out. Oh, cool. I'll have to put those link. We'll put all the links in the show notes. Uh, I already kind of, I gave my app recommendation at the top of the show, which is that Ava Kid. Um, it kind of turns going to the potty into a little game. Um, there were a couple other apps that I had tried, like uh, Elmo Potty, because Mateo really likes Elmo. But I am not a fan of that that little app. Um, kids would identify with Elmo, thinking Elmo is going to potty, but it's actually about his little stuffed animal. And I, yeah, Mateo was playing around with it, and he got frustrated with it, and it wasn't clear. That's what I like most about that Ava kid. It's very clear. It's very concise. And um, to the point where the little Elmo potty, I mean, it's a little story. So, I mean, it's fine for a story, but don't expect it to help your kid learn how to go to the potty. <laughs> um, and there was another one called Georgie potty and you can get that one for free and there's a light version and it's a dollar 99 for, to unlock all the animals. I'll just tell you right now, if you do get it and your kid plays it, they're going to get frustrated that they can't touch all the animals without unlocking them. Um, but you you are on a farm and all the animals have little butterflies in their stomach, which means they have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so you touch the the animal and you go into like, for instance, the horse and you put the horse on the potty, which is kind of ridiculous. Weird. Um, it's okay. Mateo seemed to like it way more than the Elmo potty, but it's still not as great as that Ava kid, which Ava kid I think is a dollar 99 and totally worth it. The other two questionable. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend them. Um, I'm just uh, downloading Ava kid now. It's only 99 cents. Oh, it's only 99 cents. Well, there you go. Um, we have someone in the Thorin in the chat room, um, just uh, introduced battleship and stratego to uh, his seven year old and he's loving it. And, I remember as a kid loving Battleship. That was the game because yeah, we played that the other day with my my six year old, and he really had a good time playing yeah. it too. And it's just old school classic. Of course, you know, as a kid, you kind of bunch them all up, and then you're like, no, you got to spread them out. <laughs> so the electronic versions are light years above the uh, the versions I grew up with, but still, yeah. really fun recommendation. And I never played strategic. 
Stratego as a kid. Did either of you play Stratego? I, I have played it, but it's not uh, it's not something that I played growing up. I actually have played it later um, with my brother-in-law, who's several years younger than I am. And uh, he had it, and he's like, you want to play this? And I'm like, sure, why not? And, you know, it's just a, it's just a strategy game, and, mm-hmm. it's, and it's very, very basic. But kind of it kind reminds was, me of, it, is it like Risk? Um, Something like that? No, uh, like Risk you have is a lot more yeah. intense. Okay. Um, Stratego, you, you, you have a set number of characters or, or people, and then you have a small board that you're on, and it's kind of like risk and chess yeah. mixed together. Um, but it, yeah, it's it's fun. Cool. Uh, p- if people like strategy games, they should definitely check it out. Yeah. And then we have an email uh, game recommendation from, I hope I say your name right. I was listening. There's a website I found that actually pronounces names for me, and I'm totally going to use this website from here on out. <laughs> I believe her name is uh, Enar. I hope I said it right. But she says, Hi, Nicole and company. Tonight, um, the bag of, I'm going to mispronounce everything. Her family <laughs> had had a fun and creative geeky game night we'd like to share with you. We built our Ludo board and die of Legos, uh, chose each of our minifigure themes for game pieces. Uh, her daughter, three, uh, um, three years old, played a Simpsons character. Uh, another daughter, eight, uh, used Lego Friends. And then the mom used Harry Potter and, and dad has Ewoks and um, sent it, uh, he sent in a picture of all of them playing. And I had never heard of a Ludo board board. I didn't even know what a Ludo board was. And so I looked it up and uh, are you either are you familiar with Ludo boards? It looks like a game that I've played a bunch as a kid, kind of like um, sorry in a way. Is yeah, that kind of what it know. looks like? I know you have a red, blue, yellow and green square and there's like arrows and um, it, you can play two or four players, and the players race their four tokens from the start to the finish according to the dies rolled. So, uh, yeah, it's and it's, so she sent me uh, or he sent me a picture of his family along with the board. It's all Lego. So I'll put it, I'll put this in the show notes. It's really cute, and I'm I'm gonna have to look into a Ludo board. I've never heard of it. Yeah. Oh, I see. I'm looking at the Wikipedia for Ludo, and it says it's sometimes sold under the name Parcheesi. Variations of the game are sold oh, sorry. under yeah, sorry, the name yeah. Sorry and Trouble. Trouble. And okay. Well, there you go. Cool. Didn't realize it was modified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also he sent in a picture. Uh, um, are either of you Doctor Who fans? Or no, not yes. Doctor Who fans. Sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, lost some geek cred there. Um, <laughs> All right. Hitchhiker's Guide. Oh, yes. I okay. love that movie. So, uh, Towel Day was yeah. <laughs> just this past week. and uh, uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize we had a Towel I Day. I didn't either until I got an email from uh, Enar. And uh, he sent in a picture of uh, him and the girls. So, it's adorable. So, did they so. just carry their towel around just put all day? A ta- yeah, you just put a towel over your shoulder. Towel That's day. so funny. <laughs> yeah. what, what day was that? Um, let's see. Official... Towel day. Let me see. Uh, towel day, uh, dot org. And uh, it's May 25th. Oh, it's so a tri- we just it's a, missed it. Yeah, we, just we just missed, missed it. it. So it's a tribute to it's it's a tribute to the late author Douglas Adams. Um, 
So yeah, there's. Tom I have. Day. I've as I think since I was like 14, I've owned the the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy trilogy set, and I feel bad. I have never read them. I've That's only just... seen the movie. That's so horrible. <laughs> I mean, I've only seen the movie too. Yeah. So. No geek cred for any no, of us. No, uh, no, none right. at all, none at all. So there you go. Um, we got time for for one email. In fact, we're running long. Um, let's see. Uh, this one I'm so late on, and I I, I just want to say I'm so sorry, John. I I didn't realize that my emails had gotten so full that it went to the next tab, and uh, John. Uh, Gandhi had wrote in and said, Hi, guys. First, I really enjoy the show. Our first kid is on the way, a boy due in May. Uh. So we're really excited and a little terrified, and we can't wait to meet him. Listening to your podcast has been really helpful for both preparing for the baby's arrival and for uh, for training for the conversations we'll have with other parents. So thank you. We're planning on a home birth, and I was wondering if any of you had tips or advice on that process. Um uh, apart from buy lots of sheets and stock up on tea bags, we're in, <laughs> we're in England, so it's all about the tea. Uh, even though Rachel's from Denver, uh, and there's one, and is there one piece of advice you wish you'd been given before your first kid arrived? Uh, thanks for the show. Keep going. We'll keep listening, John. So again, John, I, you probably had your baby. So congratulations! Congratulations! <laughs> I'm guessing you figured it out. <laughs> um, but uh, Eric, you you didn't do a home birth. You did a birthing center, and you wrote yes. up a really nice article on the website. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, about that. I would say um, it, I'm, of course, not a woman, and I cannot speak from experience because <laughs> I have not gone through the birthing thing myself. But from all of my experiences in using a birth center and ha- watching my, uh, my both my kids be born – the thing that uh, I would advise for someone having a home birth is hopefully you have a, a, a doula or, or yes, a I was going to say uh, I, I that think... goes that tells you this. But listen to the way that your body wants to do this birth thing. If your body is is giving you the idea that like, hey, I want to be on my back on the bed for this, do that. If your body is like, oh man, I need to be squatting in the shower and or or just hanging out in the tub. Whatever I mean, your body's probably going to know the best position mm-hmm. or or uh, rate that things need to progress. That uh, like that's one thing is listen to what your body's telling you, and the other thing is have a really good doula or birth mother that you trust and mm-hmm. that feels like family and that you will listen to and is well educated and all that. And you that's, have a backup pr- plan too, because yes. not a, not every doesn't always go the way you think it's going to go. I mean, that's yeah. the one piece of advice. It never goes the way you think you're, it's going to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might have an idea. Like we, with our birth center, we were planning on doing a um, a birth, a water birth in the bathtub. But when the day came, we got there, and that's just not, not yep. the way it went. Didn't go I mean, that it, way. it went fine, but that's not the way it was going to go. It just, we... Had to do it other ways. There's a really good documentary out there um, called The Business of Being Born. Ricky, oh, that's a great one. Ricky Lake did it. She followed a number of women, and they decided to do home births. And um, some people are like, oh, that's dangerous. They don't always go like that. Well, they don't because the last one they show you, she was planning a home birth, and it didn't go. So they, they had the backup plan. Um, there's things that you can be looking for. I mean, since you're in England, it, it may be, it 
definitely may be different, but I know in the United States, um, hospitals are trying to, there's like a checklist of, I think they call them baby friendly. It's a, like a baby friendly checklist. And I'll put the link in the show notes. And so like the hospital I went to had like six of those, I, th- I think there's like 10 of them, six of the 10 checked off. Mm-hmm. And it was like they allowed they allowed you to do uh, to labor in water, and you know some hospitals don't do that. Yes, some hospitals don't even let you have uh, like a, 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 doula a doula there with you. Yeah, and that was one of my things because th- the way I looked at a doula was I don't know what I don't know. I've never done this before, and it would be really nice to have someone that could give me some advice. So, like when I went into labor at three a.m if we didn't have that doula to say, go to the hospital right now, I don't know how long I would have just stayed at home. And God, I don't even like to think about that. But that I mean, that having a doula for that kind of advice, and they're actually really affordable. Um, If you go to if you're even interested in a doula, you can go to dono, dona.org and find a ton of information. There's a whole like, uh, directory of doulas, um, and you just kind of you interview them, just like you, yeah. I was just gonna say those people are awesome oh, too. They're like, amazing. have you if you've seen what they can figure out just from like feeling your belly and yeah. a few simple questions? It's like they're magic. Or something. <laughs> no, they are magic. <laughs> those people are amazing. Yeah. Like I, 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 the whole birth center experience gave me such a new appreciation and respect for all that stuff. It's yeah. like the coolest thing to me. I yeah. get excited to talk about it, which is weird, but I do. So, John, I, I hope, I hope everything went well, and um, you should write back in and follow up with us. I'm, I do apologize that I missed your email. It, it got lost in in the shuffle. So, um, if anybody listening, uh, maybe hopefully we gave you some good information um, to arm you with the decision because it is your decision on on how you want to proceed. So. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So I think that does it for a show where we've been running long. Um, let's but see. it's long with it's long yeah. goodness, though. It's nothing but goodness. <laughs> goodness. Uh, Barry, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's yeah. been awesome. It was awesome. Uh, I'll just wrap us up here. Uh, thanks so much to Alpha Geek Radio for letting us stream live. You can listen to us live. We try to do the show every Wednesday. Um, we backed the, the show up a little bit later for the live audience today, but we'll get back on schedule. Um, and of course, choremonster.com for sponsoring the episode. Check out Chore Monster and their awesome app for um, game of, gamifying chores, basically. Um, and you can, if you're interested in talking with some other nerd parents, you can head on over to forum.myextralife.com. There's always discussions going on there. We also have a Facebook page. So if you go to facebook.com slash nerd parents, as well as our Twitter at nerd parents, uh, we're everywhere. Uh, everywhere. Cor- everywhere. We can't escape. <laughs> Attack of the nerd parents. Um, and of course, we're all going to be at Nerdtacular. And we're going to do this live. I don't know how it's going to go, but we're just going to fly by the seat of our pants because we're used to doing that. <laughs> That's the best way to do exactly. it, right? That's how we roll. Exactly. So uh, if you have a, if you want to send us an email, if you want to send in tra- toddler translation or maybe a game recommendation, you can email us directly at nerdparents at gmail.com as well as going to the website at nerdparents.com. You can find all of us on Twitter. You can find me at Nicole Spag. You can find Eric at Eric Mailer. And you can find Barry. You can find me at 
Bricks 2312. Uh, there we go. We'll put that in the show notes. <laughs> um, and stay tuned. Uh, at the end of this episode is another great uh, gaming segment from our good friend, Dan, the Game Board Man. And of course, oh, sorry about that. Uh, use the code NerdParents for 30% off at strongholdgames.com. I think you have until the end of June until that code is expired. Uh, so for me, for Eric, for Barry, thank you so much for hanging out with us and happy parenting. Bye. 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 <laughs> Hello, nerd parents. This is Dan. And this is Janice. And here's your family game night recommendation. This week, I thought we would do a good family trick-taking game by Stronghold Games called Little Devils. Little Devils is along the same lines as popular games like Spades and Hearts, so most people have probably played a trick-taking game at one point before. The difference here is this is a game where you don't want to actually take any tricks. The deck has cards numbered from 1 to 54 on each... Of those cards, there will be anywhere from zero to five little devil faces. On your turn, the person who leads will throw out a card. The second person who throws out a card, they will determine whether it's the highest or the lowest card to be played will win the trick. So this means that the first person will never win the trick. This is an important thing to remember for the strategy in the game. So for example, if the first person plays a 20, then the second person plays a 25, then everyone is forced to play a card higher than 20 and the highest card will win the trick. And vice versa. If the first person plays a 20 and a second person, say, plays a 15, then all the players have to play a card lower than 20. If you cannot play the lower card, you must play a higher card, and you will be the one who takes the trick, so that will make you the trump. If you win the trick, you gather up all the cards, and you get to lead the next round. The play continues until all of the cards are played. Then players will add up their their devil symbols on the cards. You usually play until one person gets 100 points, And then you see who has the lowest point total, and that person is the winner. It's a very light card game and easy to teach once you wrap your head around how to figure out which cards you are allowed to play when. Yeah, it's a game that helps to play a sample round with everyone, and of course it always helps to have someone who's played before. It's for 36 players, ages 8 and up, and usually you get that 100 point mark in probably about 20 to 30 minutes maximum. You can find Little Devils at StrongholdGames.com where you can use the coupon code NERDPARENTS, all one word, and you will save 30% off your entire order. But do it soon. You only have till the end of June to take advantage of this amazing offer. We'll see everyone next week. Bye, y'all. Like you're there!